Remember when Amazon announced that it was creating a new corporate headquarters? Like it was yesterday. <laughs> 238 places had visions of 50,000 jobs, billions in investment. It was like a beauty pageant with cities walking onto the public stage to showcase their skills and personality. Except the stage was YouTube. They all had generic, optimistic-sounding bed music, like this. They tended to speak in cliches. Philly as a city is a city that's got an X factor right now that very few cities can claim. We've got momentum. This city is exploding. A painfully large number of these videos involved a joke about Alexa. Alexa, where is the most interesting company in the world gonna locate? Obviously, Washington, D.C. Well, that huge number of potential pageant winners got narrowed down to 20. Yeah, 218 cities found out that they are not going to the next round. Amazon released its list of finalists for the city that will be the next HQ2. It's a long, short list of 20 cities. Only one West Coast city made it, L.A. And none from Silicon Valley. It's got ones people expected, like Chicago, D.C., Boston, New York, Pittsburgh, and Philadelphia, as well as a few surprises. Miami made the list. And Indianapolis. Who knew? <laughs> so now we're down to 20 cities with a chance to transform their city and change their fate. I'm Joshua McNichols. I'm Carolyn Adolph. From KUOW in Seattle, this is Primed. What happens when Amazon comes to your town? In this episode, we're going to drill down on some of these cities and what they might signal about the winner. I mean, Atlanta's called itself the Silicon Valley of the South. I mean, there's something to be said for proximity to power, I suppose. Uh, craft beer is big, marijuana is big here, if that's what they're looking for. You know, Joshua, we've been talking about this as a kind of a beauty pageant, right? Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, I don't think it's quite that. I think it's more like a burlesque show. I mean, Amazon is going to get back to this top 20, and they're going to ask to see a little more skin. You know, <laughs> some of the cities have already shown a lot, but Amazon is going to want to know which city is going to make their wildest fantasies come true. You know, Who's going to take it all off? We are talking about tax incentives here, right? I mean, not a striptease. Excuse me. What could be sexier than tax incentives? <laughs> okay, so who's the front runner? Sarah Holder of City Lab says if this was a game of darts, one conglomeration would be an easy hit. Well, that's actually a great way to do it if we are talking about my favorite, which is probably Washington, D.C., because there is a concentration of three dots, uh, Montgomery County, Northern Virginia, and D.C., right next to each other. So you, you do have a, a good shot of hitting one of those, um, three out of 20. What does D.C. offer that other cities don't? Well, it's got a highly educated workforce, and it's a workforce that kind of understands how government works, which is useful if you're a company that wants all levels of government to put their data on your cloud, right? Mm. And to be honest, there are some dark clouds right now in Washington for tech companies. I mean, they lost on net neutrality, and there's this idea that tech companies need more regulations. So it pays to be in the game. You know, it's significant that Jeff Bezos recently bought this big house in D.C. 
WAMU reporter Martin Ostermule told me it's right off Embassy Row near the Obamas. The city has a long history of folks in power, in influence, with money, who live in nice houses, having these kind of parties and these salon discussions and that sort of stuff where where relationships are built and deals are made. So yeah, I mean, if Jeff Bezos is interested in politics, first of all, being in D.C. is the place you want to be and having a place off of Embassy Row, a nice house where he can invite people over and schmooze them and wine them and dine them. I mean, it makes perfect sense. The house used to be a textile museum. Bezos is totally revamping it. For parties. <laughs> so what else does D.C. have to offer? What's the secret sauce? Very literally, it's called it's called mumbo sauce. And it's kind of like barbecue sauce, but it's a little sweeter and tangier. And it's you put it on chicken wings. It's amazing. It literally is like a homegrown sauce in, in, the, in the D.C. region. Um, now, that alone is not going to attract Amazon, um, though it should. Actually, the three locations around D.C. could combine forces to make a super bid. A couple of cities made interesting cases as well. Denver. I mean, what a city of transformations. Yeah, Denver used to be this oil town with this giant smog cloud over it. Here's Ben Marcus of Colorado Public Radio. You couldn't see the Rocky Mountains uh, in the 80s. Sometimes the brown cloud was so bad, but we cleaned up the air. It's a beautiful place to live. You're close to ski resorts. That may be the other thing, right? Like it, people who are interested in um, moving and, and attracting talent to a place, it can't just be Kansas, right? Uh, craft beer is big. Marijuana is big. Hey, Seattle has all that stuff, too. I know. But you don't have to have those things to be on Amazon's shortlist. Look at Philadelphia. We spoke to Jim Saxa. He's a reporter at WHYY. Like everyone sort of thinks of Philadelphia as the boorish drunk, like Eagles fans are just like guzzling cheesesteaks uh, and getting into fights. And we're not that. We're not that at all. Um, we're actually a bunch of really nice people who only do that on Sundays. Philly's more than cheesesteaks and, like, nasty sports fans, right? Well, of course. I mean, it has 100,000 tech workers already. And, by the way, an affordable lifestyle. Yeah. It's hard, hard to find that. I've read about affordable lifestyles. <laughs> <laughs> I also spoke with reporter Stephanie Stokes of WABE in Atlanta. And she says, you know, Atlanta's a business-friendly place. They've got a lot of tech companies there already, like MailChimp. But more importantly, choosing Atlanta would help Amazon address one of its core weaknesses. There's a lot of diversity here. We are this big city in the South. We are a city that has so much history, um, especially with civil rights. This is the home of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And we've had... Um, black mayors leading the city and a black leadership in the city for almost 50 years. And it's not just black leadership. They've got universities and historically black colleges cranking out women and minority tech talent. And Amazon has been criticized for the fact that its leadership and workforce are dominated by white dudes. Yeah. Choosing Atlanta would show that Amazon is basically running at that criticism head on rather than hiding its head in the sand. Yeah, they'd also be running at traffic, though, if they picked Atlanta. Atlanta's congestion is on the INRIC's list of worst traffic hotspots. However, its public transit system is ranked as one of the nation's best. Oh, so there's that. Yeah. If you want to see a map of the cities, go to KUOW.org. And we'd love to have you weigh in on where you think HQ2 will go and why. Go to Facebook and search KUOW Primed.
We are the prime location. We are the prime location. We are the prime location for HQ2. We've been talking about all the good reasons cities give for why Amazon should choose them. But the truth is, no one knows who Amazon will choose. Here's what Amazon says are its criteria. Good highways, airports, universities, an educated labor pool, cultural diversity, recreational opportunities. Amazon says now it'll explore the 20 proposals. You know, see what more these places can reveal. A decision is coming this year. No word on when exactly. But there are all these wild cards too, right? I mean, things not in the official request for proposals, like where its top executives might want to live. I mean, Jeff Wilkie, he's like the number two or three guy. He's the CEO of Worldwide Consumer Business at Amazon, and he's from Pittsburgh. Ah, and Pittsburgh has a lot of robotics. And here's another wild card, the quality of the YouTube videos submitted in this bidding process. If they're going to judge them on the quality, there's one YouTube video that is exceptionally bad. Merry Christmas, Mr. Scrooge. Bah! Humbug, Alexa. How can anyone be happy? Especially in such a cesspool of a city as this. What is this? I think the concept is that Ebenezer Scrooge from The Christmas Carol is all bah humbug about Atlanta, and then later at the end he accepts Atlanta into his heart. I'm not sure that works. <laughs> I think Charles Dickens' corpse is throwing up in his mouth a little bit right now. It's all true. Atlanta is a marvelous city. Oh, happy holidays. Happy holidays to us all. <laughs> Joshua, I think I need a drink. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go to the bar across the street. Okay, so everybody wants to know who will win, right? We want to know who will win. And here we are, and we still don't know. So we took matters into our own hands. We'll decide using the time-honored tradition of... The dartboard. Yes, the dartboard. So we've taken a dartboard here at Earl's on the Ave, and we've, you know, it's got 20 sections on it. Yeah. There are 20 cities, and we taped all their names around the outside of the dartboard. So we're going to throw one dart, and that will determine where Amazon puts its second headquarters. Totally scientific. Okay, let's go. Philadelphia. Unbelievable. Philadelphia, who knew? Well, there. Of course, we'll bring you news of the real winner when it happens. In the meantime, stay tuned for our next episode of Primed when we take a look at how Amazon's cloud is changing the future of how cities work. That's next time. Primed is a production of KUOW Public Radio in Seattle. Our editor is Carol Smith. We got help from Matt Martin and Kate Walters for this episode. The executives who make this podcast possible are Brendan Sweeney, Jill Jackson, and Jennifer Strachan. Our theme is Ripples on an Evaporated Lake by Raymond Scott. You also heard Heartline by Pesner, a Seattle artist, and a little bit of Hotel California. Yes. You can find links to their work on our website. Special thanks to our friends at City Lab and to our community on Facebook. This podcast is supported by the listeners of KUOW Public Radio. And here are two ways you can support us. First, we want your review on Apple Podcasts. If you like this podcast, or even if you don't, tell people about it. It'll help us find interested listeners. 
And here's a second way you can help us. If you see Joshua and I playing darts in Seattle, could you please just buy us a drink? (laughs) 